Yo. Welcome back to the Weekend Review Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Stroud. Just in case it slipped your mind, I know shit happens sometimes. I know that you have all been waiting on the edge of your seats to see what happened. Because last time I left you on a cliffhanger. Ooh. Ah. Big One Piece tournament. Recorded the podcast early so I could go head out there and take part in it. So now I know you're all thinking like, how did he do? Did he, did he win? Did he win big? Rest assured, I went 0 and 4. <laughs> I, I played four matches and I lost every single one. Yeah. Real glad I got my shit done early so I could go do that. Nah, it was uh it was still fun. And plus this tournament's cheaper than the other ones. This one's six bucks to take part in, so no big deal there. But yeah, man, um I don't know. It just uh it wasn't my night. I my first match, it was really neck and neck, and then as I was going for the killing blow, basically the game how it works, you have life cards. I, you either have five or four or three, however many. And whenever you take damage, you pick up one of those life cards and you can either add it to your hand to use whenever or you can activate that card's trigger effect if it has one and put it in the trash. So I swung for his last life card. He picked it up. Trigger effect. Search for one, this type of card. He searches. He pulls it. My next attack, that's the card that saved his life. And I couldn't attack anymore. And then he won for free on the next turn. Oh, and that was a that was a that that was the tone setter of the night because it just kept going and going and going and I lost and I lost and I lost and so much so that I came home and that night I was like, all right, I I need to build a new deck. We we got to do something. This this same old strategy is not working. So I devised a new deck. I've got together the cards that I have for it, and I already made a shopping list of the ones I need to get. And we'll see what I can do. That's all, that's all I can do is try to improve. So, And uh, today was Wednesday. And I did plan to go to this uh, this tournament again, see try my luck again. But one, I haven't really changed my deck at all. I, I don't think I have, actually. Two, traffic was looking kind of bad. Instead of like a 20, 25-minute drive, what it's supposed to be, it was like a 35-minute, 40-minute drive. And I, that's just no-go for me. And three... Texas is bullshitting right now, dude. We, they, she can't make up her fucking mind about the weather because I swear, last night I woke up in the, in the, in the un, unholy hours, like one or two a.m., because I was sweating my ass off. And so I got up, I turned on the fan, laid back down, went to sleep, all good. And right now, as I'm speaking to you. I'm wearing two pairs of pants because it's fucking 30 degrees outside. Like, what? Where did, where did those 50 excess degrees go? What? <laughs> shit just vanished. I don't understand. I mean, look, gradually, okay, if that happened over the course of maybe three or four days, that's no big shocker. But literally, from day and night, that big of a difference, it's it's wild. But that's what we deal with, so... I am uh, accommodating, obviously. Two pairs of pants. I'm wearing a hoodie and a shirt, all in my own house. Uh, which I, I normally I, I'm I'm shirtless. I'm just chilling, in, in in like some shorts or my underwear, just watching TV or something. But rest assured, the watching TV part has not changed. We didn't have much to do today except pick up the paper, which I did this time. <laughs> nice change from last time. The guy showed up around 10, which last time he was bright and fucking early, showed up earlier than I was at 930. But this time he showed up at 10. I had been waiting for a minute. He walked in and he said, oh, so somebody's here to pick up the paper this time. And it took all I had to bite my tongue and just go, yeah, Uh uh-huh. And then he just stood there looking at me. I was like, do you, have, do you have the thing for me to sign? He said, no, I need a, I got one more trip to make. Like, okay, go go ahead then. <laughs> that shit, uh, man, I don't know. It's That's just part of being fucking professional, you know, just not saying shit when you don't have to. <sighs> but we got the paper, so that's a good change of pace. And it looks great, man. 
One thing about um, having people outside of the paper give feedback is that they can kind of see things that you can't. Kind of like when you write something and then you read over it and you don't see any typos, but someone else reads it and they're like, uh, you forgot an E, you, you used the wrong there, you used the wrong your, you know, all, ty- all types of shit. Um, one, of our, one of our advisors came in the other day and she basically flat out told us like, are y'all happy with this cover of our last paper? And we all just sort of looked at it like, well, no, I, I guess we're really not. That, that does kind of look like shit now that you say it. Because we, I had just been operating as like, oh, yep, that's the cover so long that I didn't really have any feeling towards it at all. I didn't really think about it, which is not what you want to ha- – that's not how you want to put something out is without thinking about it. So this cover looks a lot nicer. We, pa- we passed the paper out, put it on all the racks, switched the old copies out. And I adopted a new tactic because uh, this paper needs to push. This paper, I'm sorry, this paper needs to be pushed. People need to pick it up. People need to read it. So I said, "Fuck it! I am going to put a paper on every empty chair and table that I see." And so I did. And I didn't even run through like a hundred copies, so it wasn't a big deal because we still have stacks and stacks and stacks of excess in the newsroom. So, hey, hopefully it works, man. And at the least, somebody's gonna have to touch a paper if they don't at least read it they'll have to move it out of the way so boom but yeah after that not much to do today so i came home and i started watching some comic book stuff on youtube because i've been nerding out recently just everybody's backstory i am so interested in and so today i realized i don't know that much about jason todd the second robin i i kind of found out through backstories of other people and and like stories about the Joker and stuff that he he becomes the Red Hood but he actually becomes kind of a good guy as the Red Hood. I thought the Red Hood was just an asshole who killed people, but no, it, it it looks like he, you know, kind of came around. And I wanted to find out how, so I looked up history of Red Hood. And boom, first video pops up, hour long just narration of his comics and his origin and shit. I said, okay, fuck it, I'll do that, I'll, I'll watch this, watch the whole thing, I get so in, in ingrained, I get so invested, I get so invested in it, I look for more, and there's a continuation of that video that's eight hours long, so I watched that now, and I'm about three hours in, had to pull away so I could do the podcast, plus, start starting to lose, uh, not interest, but focus, I, and like, I just could not... Hone, hone in on the TV anymore. I just I started pulling out my phone, Instagram, all that. But it's it's really cool, man. His whole story is uh, basically he was Batman's second Robin after after war. After Dick Grayson graduated and became Nightwing, pretty much he became uh, Jason Todd became his second Robin because Batman fi- found him out on the street. Depending on which story you listen to, he was either. Uh, stealing the the tires off of Batman's Batmobile, <laughs> which is kind of baller. I'm not going to lie. That's pretty badass. Or he's stealing pharmaceutical drugs from a hospital. I know which story I prefer to go with. But anyway, he picks him up and he, he becomes this new Robin. But this Robin just goes way too hard, man. He's always beating the fuck out of people. He's uh, and I know Batman. We all look at him like, all right, Batman, you won't kill somebody, but you'll give him brain damage. But no, like Jason Todd was going above and beyond, doing too much, and so Batman kind of sidelined him for a while. But because of that, Todd found out that maybe his mom is alive somewhere, so he goes to chase her and find her, whatnot. Ends up, it it is her, but it's a trap from the Joker. And so his own mom shoots him, and then the Joker shoots him and blows up him and his mom in the building. But as even though he's already been shot and he's on the floor fucked up and shit, and his mom literally just betrayed him, he still gets up and saves his mom and, like, runs them out of the building. But then they both die. So, yeah, just, just really kind of a bad day for him. But it turns out a couple months later, he's not dead. He's actually brought back to life somehow. Still, I still really cannot I- explain that because, uh, you know, there the comic book explanation is just that, oh, it turns out there was not a body ever buried in the coffin. But it's like, dude, you're Batman. You wouldn't have figured that shit out at some point. 
You know, when you walk up to the coffin to pay your respects and you put your hand on it, you don't notice, wait, this coffin sounds empty. Alfred, open the coffin. Like, you're the world's greatest detective and you didn't notice that. You know, hey, grief, maybe he was blinded by grief. Who knows? I'm going to get a drink of water real quick. Stay hydrated. Okay. Yeah, so it turns out he wasn't dead. He's alive. And then the uh, the Al Ghul, Raish Al Ghul and Talia Al Ghul, they find him. And then against Raish's wishes, Talia puts him in the Lazarus pit. And then Jason Todd like kind of recovers from from all of his, uh, you know, he was kind of just a, an un, an un... Holy shit! He was just an unresponsive zombie at first. And then he recovers, becomes a hitman. Uh, he tries to kill Batman. They reconcile because he realizes that Batman's not in the wrong. Yada, yada, yada. He's a good guy. And then he has all these adventures with Starfire, which I thought was kind of strange because I thought Starfire was in the Teen Titans with Robin. But then in, in the Red Hood comic, Starfire talks about the time that she spent with Nightwing, except she doesn't remember that Nightwing is Nightwing. She doesn't remember his name. She just remembers him by his suit. And then her and Jason start mingling and and, and uh, going on adventures and having sex and shit. And then they uh, J- Jason breaks out another guy named Arsenal. His name is Roy. Then they become like Red Hood and the Outlaws. It's Red Hood, Starfire, and Arsenal. They begin doing all this shit. And then one day while... Jason is away. They begin, uh, like, Starfire comes up to Arsenal all of a sudden, like, hey, you trying to knock boots? And Arsenal's like, wait, I thought you and Jason were, and Starfire says, no, I'm not tied down to anybody. Hey, but if you don't want to. And then old boy just hops right up, like, no, 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 actually, I'm down, I'm down, that's cool. And Starfire just throws that thing around to everybody. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy, man. And once again, I got to draw back to a couple episodes. Like, if the roles were reversed and Nightwing, I'm sorry, Jason was just out here, like, giving it to Batgirl and Starfire and whoever else, I would feel the same way. I'd just be like, God damn, dude. No loyalty? No uh, no sort of hard feelings about that at all? And this is how I've come to realize Starfire is nothing and at least in the comics, she's nothing like she is in the TV shows that I've seen. The Teen Titans uh, animated show and then Teen Titans Go. She is like this ditzy, you know, I'm, I'm super strong, but I'm also really silly and lovable and nice and da-da-da-da-da. I'm going to be really nice to Robin and kind of have a crush on him and be shy about it. And in the comics, she's just like, hey, yo... Red Hood left. You trying to get in while he's gone? Like, god damn. It's so strange, man. And she's a she's like super ruthless. She goes around killing people and she's like a warrior princess, which she kind of was in the show. Like every now and then they'll say something in the comics like she'll say something in her language or she'll say like she'll go, "Oh, was that was that too much?" Like she'll not understand some earth shit. And I'm like, okay, there, there, there's the bit shining through that I recognize. But other than that, it's just, whoa, they, uh, they really PG'd her down for the, for Cartoon Network. Like, damn. But all in all, it's still really cool. And I still have like five hours to go on that video. So definitely going to do that after this. (sighs) But other than that, I do not have too much left to do for this week other than having to I have to catch up on my photography assignments man I've just taken I've taken too long because uh I live by myself I'm not trying to go like outside and bother people like hey will you be a model for my photography class that'd be weird I would never put myself in that situation I think you know I'm thinking right now most people would be like ah no I'm good but what's what would be even worse is the one guy who's like oh yeah man here, why don't you get me like this? Why don't you get this angle? I'm like, ah, fuck. I've just, now I've gotten myself into some bad shit. No. And I don't want to go to my parents' house and bother them every day. So, uh, just uh, need to go figure that shit out. Get caught up. And that's about it. 
one problem I've had this week. One big complaint. Not every song needs to be incorporated into a TV commercial. It really doesn't. We can have some songs that just remain untouched, uh, the pure, unscathed, not, not ruined by fucking a Rooms to Go commercial. By the room! Get the TV by the room! I don't need that, dude. Or uh, fucking... Ah, shit. What is that special K commercial? It's the, and I need you now tonight. Oh. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit hungry. Like, dude, you didn't have to ruin that perfectly good song. I didn't even know that those were the same song until the other day. Eileen ruined it for it wasn't it's not her fault it's more like she just like shattered my perception of it because bro and i need you now tonight and i need you more than ever that's such a good as long as you hold me tight you'll be holding on forever bro that's that's a banger. I'm gonna. I'm starting to tear up a little bit right now, and I sing like shit. Just the thought of somebody singing that shit. That's amazing. That's beautiful. And then you're gonna chop half the song off of that and make it into a special K commercial. I finally found a rat snack. Pretty sure that's how that shit ended. Like, I, I understand. You know, it sticks in people's heads. I see that that as a uh, you know that's the main benefit of it. That's why you would do it. But dude, God, please stop. And it's not see, it's not going to be on the ad agencies to stop it. It's going to be on the people who own the songs to go. The fuck? No, you can't use my shit to promote some taquitos. What? No, no. Because I I opened YouTube the other day, and I clicked to play my video, and here it is. One, two, three, four, un, dos, tres, qua. I know you want me. And it's a fucking bounty commercial, like paper towels. Pit, Mr. Worldwide, Pitbull, this is what you're doing now? Come on, man. Stick to, like, trying to seduce moms. I don't know. What, what, what does Pitbull do? I imagine that's what Pitbull does. Not even moms, just everybody. Pitbull, he probably just, like, he wakes up, he goes... And he polishes his head, and then he walks out, and everybody just, like, faints as soon as they sees him. He's Mr. Worldwide. I mean, if I saw Pitbull, you know what? I bet this is one of the parts about getting older. You realize there are certain things in the world that just aren't as they seem. Because younger me, I just, you know, well, everybody was, but I just see everybody famous as, like, a giant, as bigger than me. And that's partly because everybody is bigger than me. But now, right now, talking about Pitbull, I'm thinking... If I if I were to see Pitbull in person, it would probably be I'd, I bet I'd look eye to eye with him. And now I'm gonna look up Pitbull height, and I'm correct. He's five nine. <laughs> I'm eye to eye with Pitbull. It's kind of wild, man. That's uh, and I can't make fun of him for being short because that's my height. And and you know, hey, five five nine's not short, okay? You know, if we're comparing it to my dad who's six three, all right, maybe maybe a little bit. But if we're comparing to like, you know. Bruno Mars, who I think is 5'7". I'll look that up real quick just to be sure. If we're comparing, comparing it to that, no, nah, that's not sh- short. Bruno Mars height. Here we go. Oh, oh, 5'5". <laughs> five, five. Yeah, definitely not short. That's crazy. Oh, my goodness. Is this the picture of him next to Taylor Swift? I don't know if that's if that's Taylor Swift. Her makeup is horrible. But, dude, she's like she's like a whole head taller than him. He's like level. Her The top of his hat is like level with her cheekbones. That's crazy. Um, yeah, that must be Taylor Swift. She's five. Fuck, Taylor Swift's taller than me, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be careful about how I talk shit now. Not just because the Swifties, the, if if they if they catch a rogue stray tweet of mine, they'll send it to my employer. They will send it to my uh, my bank account. Probably get that shit closed. The, my Spectrum, no more Wi-Fi. My Steam account too, probably take away my games. Even even like Snapchat, I don't use that shit that much. She's gonna get that shit shut down. But no, not because of that. Because if I ever see Taylor in person, she could probably swing on my ass and knock me the fuck out. I mean, 
She's 5'11". She's got to have at least two or three inches of reach on me, too. You know, know, wingspan. I've seen a few UFC fights. I know what gets the advantage. It's height and reach. It's not only body weight. So, I don't know, man. I'm going to have to go for the legs. That's that's my only option is someone shorter. If I see Tay-Tay coming my way way, I'm going to have to go for the knees. Just... But... You know, of course, she's gonna have security, and I'm gonna be shot on the spot, which serves me right. Serves me right. If I'm going for Miss T Swift, let the whole army of Swifties ascend down on me. Ascend, descend down on me. You don't ascend down. My bad. <sighs> you know what I did today? I went to Sonic because chili dogs were on sale, and I got three. Only ate two. One more is still sitting behind me, and by the time I'm hungry for it, it is probably going to be absolutely disgusting. Cold chili and cold melted cheese on a cold, already rubbery when it was warm wiener, and and it's going to be stale bread too. Like honestly, I wasted a dollar thirty, and I really, I'd be lying if I said this was the first time that I'd had that thought. But hey, you live and you learn. I had high hopes, man. I just want to put on some weight. Is that too much to ask? Is that too much to want? I just thought, maybe. I, You know, last time I came, I got a foot long, and I just ate it by itself. So maybe maybe this time I'll get three six inches, and I'll be able to stretch the extra six inches. Well, no. No, sir. Six Sometimes six inches will make or break a man. All right? That's what I learned today. And uh, it didn't make me, but I don't want to go around saying six inches made me anyway. Well, ha- you know what? Maybe six inches did make me. I don't know. I don't know what my dad was rocking. So here we got here. We've come to this conclusion. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> Trying to be all silly and shit, and then I done play around too much, and I run right into the fence. You know, run into the fence. In, in my head, I picture you know when Patrick he's building that shit, and he has a wood plank stap- uh nailed to his head, and he just runs into the doorway and falls over. That's more what I pictured. Anyway. Um, I already talked about Starfire. Oh, I didn't. I didn't say talk about the good part of Starfire though. So let me get that out of the way. I, I said she was badass, which is kind of cool. But also, apparently, her sister sold her into slavery to save her country, her her planet, or whatever. And so Starfire orchestrates this mission to go rescue her sister. And her sister's acting like the bad guy this whole time, this whole time. And then they finally get her out of their reach, and she collapses and cries and apologizes and said she only had to go along with it. And Starfire says, I know, I never doubted you. All that shit. And then her sister apologizes for selling her into slavery. And Starfire, who has been ruthless to everybody else she's ever encountered, says, you were just a child thrust upon the throne. You did all you could. You didn't have any other option. That's okay. I'm just like, God damn, Starfire. That's some fucking maturity. Hell yeah. That's wild from the same person who's just thrown around to both of her teammates, which I don't know how they resolved that. I think Arsenal just ended up with Starfire for, for, I don't know, permanent, but like, you know, his boyfriend, girlfriend, and Jason was just kind of like, eh, that's tough. But he, then he still talks about protecting her, so I don't know. Maybe maybe bro just got cucked. I don't, I don't know what the deal is. Going in for another swig of water real quick. Man, sometimes water hits, dude. Speaking of sometimes water hitting, I've got a new uh, new kind of, uh, I guess, segment. A new kind of segment of this uh, podcast I'd like to start. Because, you know, all the, all the shit I talk about on here, the, the existing segments, as I believe they are, are Asshole Driver of the Week which I haven't done in a while, and asshole rates other assholes. So there's kind of like a common theme occurring. I don't know if you've realized it or not, but I kind of, I've started to. So thought, fuck it. This week, we'll do something different. All right, you ready? You, deep breath, deep breath. One, two, three. We're going to throw some positive energy into the mix, okay? And if I end up hating a little bit along the way, all right, that's just me. That's just... That you know, the the spice of life minus hatred. All right, that's okay. So we're starting a new segment. Good feelings of the week. 
And now that I've said it out loud, it both sounds a little bit kind of like innuendo sexually, so I don't like it for that reason, and it sounds a little bit like some hippie shit, and I really don't like that that much either. So don't be surprised if I rename this segment. But it shouldn't... Assholes shouldn't be anywhere in the name, so no worries there. But good feelings of the week, all right? You ready? I'm not saying that title again. It's it's, it's irking me, crawling under my skin. Crawling in my... Good feelings of the... Fuck, I, I said it a third time. Oh, well. This one's a new one, because this has never happened to me before. I walked up, had to get money for reasons that aren't your fucking business. Okay, mind your own shit. I walked up to the bank. No one was in line for the ATM. That is a good feeling, but that's not the good feeling of the week that I'm referring to. Walked up, got my deposit. It was uh, multiple hundreds of dollars. I'm not going to specify the amount because, once again, doesn't matter. And it shot out my money. All tens, baby. All tens. All tens. It was almost like I was going to the strip club. I had so many tens. Like, the shit was ridiculous. And I was pleasantly surprised because now I, I, I got change for everything. Like I had a 50 in my pocket. Now I can switch that 50 out for some tins, use that all to pay for whatever I was going to pay for, and now I don't have to worry about getting change whenever I have to go somewhere. Like this Friday, whenever I go to buy some One Piece cards because I've been, I've been setting up some deals, and I don't know if they want cash or not because, honestly, who the fuck wants cash nowadays? If I get cash, in my mind, it's just like, all right, well, now if I go to a restaurant, I got another option. That's, that's about all cash is good for. Or if someone's bothering me and, and asking for a donation, maybe I have an out now. I'm like, ah, I, got, I got a five. Here you go. That's all. So if it was me receiving the money, I'm like, nah, dude, Zell. That's all good. But now I have the option. I've got five tens I can dole out. So good feeling of the week number one. Getting all tens from the ATM. And it's never happened before. It's never been an option either. They only allow you to do increments of twenty. So I didn't know I didn't know it was possible. Must have been a glitch in the system. I should have counted it. Maybe they gave me extra, but whatever. <sighs> Next good feeling of the week. This happened on my way to the bank. All right. Driving, rolling down your windows, and stopping them both in the exact same spot. Whoo! Man, oh man, it felt so good because I don't know about y'all's car. You might be, uh, you know, your shit might be, what, what is it? All the bells and whistles, uh, what uh, steam lined. I can't think of the next generation. I can't think of the future term, but your shit might be up to date, next class. Maybe that's what it is, next class. Your shit might be S class. Your windows might roll down at the same speed, but mine don't. My left one is a little bit slower. So when I actually do, Hit them in the same spot. Oh, man. My 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 inner, I don't have OCD, but I like shit to be in its place sometimes. Like, if I looked around right now, there are water bottles all on my room's floor that I'm going to pick up before Eileen comes over tomorrow. But, you know, my statues, all my figures, my records, those are all in order. It's, uh you know, controlled chaos. Does that make sense? So, that felt pretty cool. That, that doesn't happen very often. Even when I go back and I, like, try to do it intentionally and I try to give it a second chance and, like, roll it up a little bit and then stop it, I still can't get it in the right spot. So to, to hit it first try, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Third good feeling of the week. It's not one I felt this week, but it's one that I've felt often enough to know that it deserves to be on this list, all right? It's taking a good piss after a long drive. Man. I know these are all good feelings of the week because I'm 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 envisioning envisioning them as I'm saying them and feeling just just a little bit of that good feeling and it's so nice it's so cool. Oh man, that one of those peas where look, ladies, I gotta leave you out of this unless you're doing some cool shit. Which and, and then kudos to you, it's probably even better feeling. But when you put up an arm on the wall to pee and just lean into it and you kind of put your you know, I'm at home, so it's not like I'm putting my face on a dirty tile wall, but I'm like putting my, my forehead into my arm and just like, oh, just chilling, letting it all out. Feels great, man. And and I got to say again, I, I, I assume the women are left out of this feeling, but if you're finding a way to, 
be involved. Like maybe you're leaning over to the counter next to you, the, the kitchen sink, and like putting your head on there. Hey, more power to you. Just enjoy the good feeling. Good feeling. But holding that piss to get there, oh, God. Maybe that's what makes it feel so good. It's the relief of knowing, like, I don't have to clench these muscles anymore. I don't have to worry about someone making me laugh and ruining my evening. <laughs> it's a whole wave of relief washing over you. Finally, this is the last good feeling, and this happened today at lunch with Eileen. Walked out of the restroom. There was limited space because there was a uh, wet floor sign, and I was walking in between the sign and the wall as another guy started to walk up to. I said, oh, my, my bad, man, excuse me. And he said, no, excuse me, man, excuse me. Walked past each other, went on with our days, never saw each other again. But just the fact that we we're both so ready to be polite and show manners and fucking no my my bad sir no sir I I I declare you know just felt so nice man I, I had a big smile on my face it's like little shit like that just reminds me that not everybody is a fucking cunt or if they are at least they have the decency to save it for their family at home I got you know you got you got to get give got to get it out somewhere but. Kudos to that guy, and that is my good feeling of the week number, I think that was four. And I think that's it for the week, other than, you know, getting free food on an app. I guess we'll, I, yeah, yeah, I guess we'll throw that in there. That's that's a, a, a ubiquitous. I, don't, I can't think of the meaning of the word ubiquitous right now, so I'm going to start looking it up. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's a ubiquitously good, good feeling. Man, the, the word is going to mean nothing close to anything that would make sense, but whatever. Yeah, Ubiq ubiquitous. Here we go. Existing or being everywhere at the same time, constantly encountered. That is kind of a little bit what I was going for, so I'll take it. Nah, man, whenever I open my phone and I see a notification from that needy hoe Whataburger, like, hey, it's been a minute since you've come to see me. I got some free fries for you. You already know I'm on my way next day at the very least. Like that shit feels so nice. I'm just, I'm a cheap person and I don't mind saying that shit. Like mom, she's always like, no, don't say that. Say frugal. She's the person that I got the cheapness from. So she's, you know, she feels a different way about it than I do. Not, not really. She doesn't, she wouldn't have taught it to me if she wasn't proud of it, but yeah, man, if I can save a buck, I will. Which is why I'm like, fuck! Got this hot dog going to waste behind me. But it is what it is. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Let's see. Do I have anything fucking else to talk about this week? Okay, I do, I do. Um, so there are certain things, right? And I think, that I'm, I'm assuming this is the same for everybody. I'm assuming. Unless, unless maybe you're homeschooled, and then I don't know, like what trouble you could maybe get into. But I'm assuming everybody has things that they've done, middle school, high school, maybe even in elementary school, that you lied about. It was just easier in the moment, you know, just to get away with it. And, and, and you know, you live the rest of your life and there was never any repercussions, right? You lied about it and then, so what, right? I snuck out. I used to do all this shit. Oh, well, I still, you know, graduated and now I'm, Got a career, right? I'm sure this is the same story for a lot of people. I wasn't speaking to myself. That was a hypothetical. I don't think I have a career yet. At what point do I... I have a job. I don't know at what point I say I have a career. Anyway, I'm sure everybody has those. And now, of course, there's some of those that I'm taking in my fucking grave, man. There's, a, there's some shit I've done that nobody is going to find out about. There's some shit that I've done. When I get really drunk, I'll tell Aiden. <laughs> Because he's told me his shit, I'll tell him my shit, and there's no judgment at all. We can completely just laugh about it for what it is. But some shit, you know, as I get older, I realize, like, eh, it wouldn't really matter that much if anybody found out about this now. This would just be a funny-ass story. So I'm going to take a drink of water, and then I'm going to tell you one of them. Which, I mean, it's not more of a story. It's more of like, damn, you really said that shit? So when I was in high school, I think... uh I don't know, junior or senior year. I was talking to this girl. 
and I finally had my own room, so that was cool. And mom came over. She, like, knocked on my door one day. And no, she didn't slide it open because the sliding door was gone at this point, which, holy shit, sliding doors... Why, dumbass fucking, maybe for a hallway, sure, but like sliding bedroom doors, that's that's like a relic of a different time. Anyway, shows my door, and she finds me cleaning, and, and like, you know, all the stuff's picked up off my floor, my bed's made, clearly something's wrong, so she asks me, she's like, uh, do you have a girl coming over or something, is there like... Are you, are you, ha- are you, is someone going to come over after I leave? Like, what, are, why are you cleaning your room? And I'm just like, no, mom, what, who, who's going to come over? What? No, I'm just, I'm just picking up my stuff. You know, too many water bottles on the floor. Still a problem I have today. Just like, no, mom, that's, that's silly. Why would that be the case? She's like, yeah, okay. I didn't think so. And then they left for work. And then, like, five minutes later, I opened the front door to let in <laughs> the girl that I was talking to at the time. Because, of of course, of course there was a girl coming over. But why else would I clean my room? I uh, I had guests. I mean, I don't want to say duh, because I, I it's not like a, I got one over on you. It's just more like a funny, like, well, yeah, yes, that was what was happening. And, uh... Yeah, that that's that. <laughs> that's the story. She asked about it, and I was like, no, nah, no, of course not. Who who would come over? What? And then, like, ten minutes later, <laughs> there it is. <sighs> that was pretty funny. Those were good times. Not, well, hold on. I don't mean that because of the person, honestly. Because looking back, like, that was kind of, eh. That was kind of, meh. I mean, it was... It was fun because, you know, you're a kid and you're getting away with shit. That's what I meant. Like, that's the same way I look as, like, sneaking out and, uh, you know, doing stuff I wasn't supposed to do. Because my parents, man, I don't know. I don't really know what the deal is, honestly. Because mom, she'd tell me all these stories about her and her friends, like, running around Pleasant Grove and doing all this shit. And it's like, she had me at 21, so I know... You know, yeah, there are three years where she was over 18. Maybe she was probably doing that shit. But I'm sure there was, at some point, she was doing that shit before while she was in high school or while she was still living with Poppy. So when I got in high school and she decreed that I wasn't allowed to get in anybody's car, like any students that could drive, I wasn't allowed to ride around with them and go do stuff. I don't know. Like, I don't. Either she expect, either she wanted to ruin my high school and not let me have any of the fun times that she's told me about, or she fully expected me to disobey and just do it anyways, which is what ended up happening because, yeah, I'm not, everybody tells me, hey, Sean, you, bro, come on, come on. Oh, <coughs> holy shit. I need some more water. I just killed my throat doing that. Ugh. Let me try again. Hey, Sean, come on. Come on, man. Come on. Oh, what's up, guys? What are you doing? Oh, dude, they're they're giving out free ice cream at the Sonic, and there's Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders washing cars, and, and Greg Abbott's sitting in a dunk tank just waiting, and, and we're going to go. Come on. Oh, well, h- how far is it? Oh, it's across town, man. Just come on. Hop in my car, man. We'll, we'll go. There's, there's an extra seat in the front. You can get shotgun. And, like, I'm really going to stand there like, ah, fuck, guys, man. Shit, I, you know, let me call and see my, see if my mom can take me down there. Let, let me call and see if I, I'll, I'll meet you. I'll, I'll meet you. Just as they're driving, driving in the sunset, like, no, no, I'm going to go do fun shit too, damn it. I don't, you know, I can't, I was about to say some of the greatest times of my life were, but I, I can't really, I can't think of any specific ones. That I uh, I snuck out to go do. I know that I went to a um, I went to a prom after party, which I probably wasn't allowed to go do that. I I probably went to stay the night at someone's house and did that. I I really don't remember, but that sucked. Like that shit. It was super rainy and it was muddy everywhere. And we thought 
that it was going to be really awesome because we pulled up and there was like a fucking stage. There was a stage and lights and people playing and we could hear music. It was like a concert going on. So I was like, hell yeah, prom after party. Let's fucking go. I was a sophomore at this point. I couldn't even go to prom if I wanted to. And we pull up and there's a guy standing outside who I'm, I guess is like the host or some shit. And we roll our window down. I'm like, hey, hey, where's it at, man? Is this it? He's like, oh, yeah, just just keep driving down there, bro. Just keep going down there. Just keep going. And so we roll the window up, and we keep driving, and we drive way past the uh, the concert, and we drive to this empty stable that is is, is no lights, no, no sort of activity or life like a, a party should have, like that concert did. Just a bunch of parked cars. We get out. A bunch of mud on the ground. I, I'm i pretty sure I ruined a pair of shoes doing this shit. Or at least, like, I got them caked in mud and had to wash them off. But they had doors laid out so that people could actually walk up to the place. And then, after trudging through the mud for three minutes to get there, we walk into the stable. There's still no light in there. And it's just a bunch of... It's like six tables but they're not tables they're like those you know those big spools that are probably from steel wire that people discard there were six of those and people just just strewn about at some of them like some people were sitting around a case of modelos which that joke makes itself in texas so i don't have to make that joke and then some other people rolling up weed and I, the, the people I recognized from school were rolling up weeds. So I walked up to them and I started talking to the people that I knew. Because, you, you know, in a, in a situation like that, let's say I knew six of those people. I was really only cool with two of them. But what, who the fuck else am I going to go talk to? Am I going to go make friends with Modelo time buddies? I don't, I don't think so. I wasn't drinking at that time. So I, I pull up there and I, I didn't smoke weed yet. But I could tell by what this girl was doing that she was rolling like the world's ugliest joint. That this shit was not. Look, when you when you, I, I'm not trying to give step by step instructions here. But when you roll up a joint, you want to break it down first so that when you roll it up, the shit doesn't just poke through the paper and rip it because it's not like, it's not impenetrable. It's not Superman's skin. It's it's a piece of paper. And this girl, she was rolling up the chunkiest shit ever. Like, if that shit did roll, it was going to burn uneven. Listen to me. I'm just being a weed critique right right here. Either way, you know, I snuck out for a bunch of shit, but it it, it, it wasn't any life-changing shit, but just the fact that I did it was character-building, I feel like. And all the fun that I had and the people I interacted with, going to, like, this abandoned hospital and playing hide-and-seek with a bunch of strangers... Like, I, I, I didn't met, I knew four out of the 18 people that we were playing with, but the fact that we all, like, met up that one time and instantly were like, okay, so this is kind of a dangerous place, but we want to do, what we want to do is have fun here. So if, if we encounter somebody else, we're going to go the opposite way, and if we think that we see each other from across the, across the hall or something, this is the noise we're going to make. Like some shit And we all had an understanding That like yeah we're, This is gonna be a safe thing We're gonna have a good time And we did And hiding It was I was hiding with a guy That like I We had really just started Hanging out that month And we had We had gotten high together And we were hiding Under a desk Just like Pressing our walls back I'm sorry Pressing our backs Against the wall Trying to compress And just like Looking at each other And sharing that That moment of like Oh fuck Someone's walking Someone's walking We can hear the The, the debris being scraped apart By their shoes Fuck Fuck It was just a bunch of fun man And now imagine If I was to be a square Just be like Well my mom said Sorry guys Sorry guys Mom Mommy dearest She said I can't No Fuck that Fuck that I, I'd much rather just You know I'll tell a white lie here and there, and nobody's hurt because with with most oh, I just uh, artificially lisp lisped was mo- with most things of that nature. What they don't know won't hurt them, right? I wasn't I wasn't like doing hard drugs or anything. I wasn't of any risk for any kind of behavior, and I think my parents found that out in middle school when they like read through my text messages on my phone 
That shit was so lame, dude. It's, it's like complete objection of privacy, which I get. It's like you're a kid. You have no privacy. You you live under their roof. But at the same time, it's like, motherfucker, what am I going to do? What are you looking for? Are you just bored? Do you, do, you, do you just need some drama in your life? Here, here you go. Look at my shitty game when it comes to texting girls. Scroll through the, the thousands of rejections that I got. Mom, are you proud? Is this what you wanted to see? They were there looking for, like, to see if I was doing drug deals or, like, I, I, I literally, I don't even know what they were trying to find out. It's like, guys, you smoke weed. If I wanted to get it, I would just, you know, fuck around wh while you weren't here. It wouldn't be that hard. I wouldn't, like, go, go around texting people, getting into dangerous situations. I just... Like, this shit is so wild. Like, literally, what were you expecting to find? I don't I don't understand that at all. And I wonder if they do it to the kids nowadays. That might be the one thing where I'm like, oh, but you're not going to do it to them, huh? That might be the one thing. Because it's like, no, that's, that's just not cool, man. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. Middle schoolers, they just saw me, like, trying, like... Hey, I think you're really pretty, will you? And then get rejected and then be oblivious to it. So still be like annoying and try. You know, that that's what you got, mom. I hope you <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that shit. But other than that, um Oh, okay. No, I got I got one more. So in like middle school summer, I feel like I was on the computer a lot. And the computer was like in the living room in the corner. And then my parents' room was, like, the room on the other side of that wall of the corner the computer was in, right? And, of course, during these gaming sessions, I had to pee. I had to, I had to pee, and I, but I wouldn't want to because I, I don't want to be interrupted. And I'm playing, I'm playing League of Legends, bro. Like, I got to get in the grind. They're all timed matches. If I walk away for 30 seconds, the enemy jungler is going to have the advantage on me. I'm going to lose, so I can't. But when I had to, what I would do is hop up and instead of running to the restroom that was like on the other side of the house, which it's not a huge house. It's, that's, that's a really, uh, that's kind of a stupid statement, but it was on the other side of the house and you know, I'd have to go pee, flush, wash my hands, whatever. Instead of doing that, I would open, I would go into my parents' room and they had a window that wasn't fixed. Like I think Jonathan had shattered it or some shit. So it was constantly open. So I would run in there because it was next door and I would pee out the window because they weren't home. And you know, it was faster. And that way I didn't have to wash my hands cause I wasn't touching anything. I didn't have to flush. I didn't, it, <laughs> you know, to like 13 year old Sean, that, that was just efficiency right there. That I, I was really safe, scratching off the seconds off my run times, and so I'd run, I'd pee out the window. I would. It's not like you know I wouldn't drip on the window seal or on the carpet or anything. It would all go out the window. I'd pull my pants back up and I'd run back into the in the living room and get back on the computer. <coughs> and now after a while, my fucking snitch siblings. Ugh, gosh. They were really annoying when they were younger. One of them told my parents about it, like that I was going in their room or some shit. It's like, why? Shut the fuck up. What does it matter to you, doofus? Like, what? And so they came over and asked me, and they, that's probably what they thought. They were like, oh, man, Sean's getting into our stash. What the fuck? We got we to gotta see about this. And then mom came and asked me, are you going into our room during the day? Are you, are you doing this? And I was just like, no, what? What what would I do in there? I'm not I'm not doing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going in I'm running into your room to pee out the window. Like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Sure. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But how stupid it sounds, how absurd that shit sounds now. I probably could have. And maybe that would have helped reinforce my argument, but no. That's another one of those things. I'm like, uh, at this point. 
mom's going to hear this podcast. She's going to hear that. And, you know, no harm done. She might even get a laugh out of it. So it is what it is. <laughs> and no one, no one is any worse off because of it. So, yeah. 50 minutes. It's 9.57. My phone is at 5%. I put some good into the world. Fuck it. Let's uh, let's look at some assholes. Wait, uh, hold on. Let's not look at some assholes. Let see. I can't even say rate some assholes. I can't say judge some assholes. It kind of all implies the same thing. Let's uh, let's read some stories. See what they think. Am I the asshole for refusing to cover my scar and wearing a bikini as it triggered my friend? Not interested. Am I the asshole for yelling at my wife for firing our babysitter and making her cry because she called an ambulance? Not interested. Am I the asshole for telling my son's girlfriend to break up with him? Ooh, I'm interested. My. Oh, I. I my female 41 son. Uh, me. So she is a female 41. Son, who's 20, has been in a relationship with his girlfriend, Lily, who's 20, for about three years now. Uh, the age, uh, your age, I don't know if your age was relevant to share, but thanks. I love my son, and I hate to say this, but he's not turned out to be a good person. Oh, wow. He has very little work ethic, no desire to get a job or go to college, and spends most of his time gaming or partying. Lily, on the other hand, is the polar opposite. Very studious, has aspirations to be a doctor, is a very good swimmer, and is currently away at college. When my son and Lily first got together in high school, they were an excellent match. We loved having her over, and my son... Definitely took care of him, took more care of himself. Since then, it's rapidly deteriorated. I know my son still loves her, but he never gives her the attention she deserves, and with her clear potential, I just feel she deserves better. When Lily came to visit a few weeks ago, she was visibly upset. When my son went to the store, I asked her if she was okay, and she told me that she didn't know what to do and wondered why my son had such little ambition and was so lazy. I told her I didn't see it changing anytime soon as that's my view, given it's been going on for almost two years now. When she asked what I would do in her situation, I told her to put herself first and what she wanted. Lily thanked me and said she'd think about things. Well, earlier today, my son comes downstairs in a rage, telling me that Lily had broken up with him via text. I asked him what she said, and apparently she message referred to... she. Apparently the message referred to discussions with your mom that made me rethink her relation... made her rethink the relationship... All right, that's fucked up, dog. That's nah, that's not what you do. <sighs> hey, I just, I really think we need to talk. Oh, wh what's up, babe? What's up? Well, I, you know, I was just talking to your mom earlier, and I think we need to break up. Like, no, what? I, I, you asked her for advice, and now you're going to throw her under the fucking bus? Like, it may, what if that's the only reason she asked for advice? So she'd be like, well, your mom said that that's what she would have done. Like, that's fucked up, man. You kind of just, uh, I think you take it on the shoulder as your own there. My son was livid that I'd gotten involved and said I'd overstep boundaries. I told him that I didn't advise Lily to leave him. Just said she had to make her own choices and decide what was best for her. My son is now not talking to me and my husband is annoyed believing that Lily... Believe, believing that having no Lily will make my son's rut last even longer. I also miss ha having her around, so am I the asshole? No, you're not the asshole, but I totally understand why your kid's mad. Like, he's not the asshole either. I think his, uh, uh, he's totally justified. I, and I'm not even excusing him being, like, lazy and stuff. Like, it happens, all right? It it, that that's completely different. It's one thing for him to be lazy and like her to break up with him because of that. Yeah, that's cool. That's fine. But like now that he finds out that his mom was involved in any way, I could totally see that's where all of his anger is going now. It's like, would she probably have broken up with him anyway? Yeah. But if I hear that, like my mom told her to break up with me or had any inkling of like anything to do with that oh man that, that's that's my mama what she she put me here she and then she no no that, 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 
that I would be very distraught to be put in that situation. So I, I understand his anger, but no, in no way is she the asshole. She was honestly right for doing that. But that doesn't mean that he's uh, wrong for being upset about it. Does that make sense? So not the asshole. Would I be the asshole if I rescinded my offer to pay for a friend's birthday dinner after they picked somewhere I can't eat? <clears throat> That's kind of fucked up. Am I the asshole for not removing sensitive books and making fun of my son-in-law's education? Not interested. Am I the asshole for ruining my brother-in-law's reputation by telling the truth to my friends? Way too long, but I was interested. Am I the asshole for refusing to apologize to my friend's boyfriend? Once again, too long, dude. Shorten this shit. Give me the gist. Am I the asshole for rejecting my niece's adoption request in front of people? Oh, man. That sounds horrible. That sounds heart-wrenching. I have to read it. I have to. My niece, who is 14, has lived with me since her parents went to prison five years ago. Drugs. My sister is getting out later this year. She's been working very hard in prison to improve herself and got her GED. We're still very close, and we talk via an app the prison provides, and I take her daughter to visit her, along with her brother, who lives with his dad's brother, once a month. <clears throat> We're having a birthday dinner at my mother's for myself and my daughter, 16. Most of, Who is 16? Most of my family was there. For my present, my niece decided to... For my... Oh, for... Birthday dinner for myself and my daughter. Okay, that's that's cool. That's cool. For my present, my niece decided to give me an adoption request paper or whatever they are. I never ended up reading them. All right, that's, I don't know. That, that sounds disrespectful. I was stunned and just shook my head. I was so shocked and confused. The plan was she was always supposed to go home. My mother was upset by this request, as well as my other siblings, and my husband couldn't think of what to do either. She never brought this up in counseling or anything. I can't do that to my sister. I would not be able to take care of her without support financially from my grandma, who would stop supporting if I agreed. This was never even a thought. That's a tough situation, man. There's one more paragraph. That's a tough situation, because I, I can completely understand why the daughter's like, yeah... I don't really want to go home to my druggy mother. Even if she says that she's being she's better, like what what's the stereotype? All right? Some stereotypes are like that for a reason. Sad but true. So I can I can definitely see that and I can see like permanently taking on another a 14-year-old person for like the next 4 years. That's a big thing. On top of, yeah, your sister's definitely going to be like, "Uh, hey," and like hold up her GED like, "Uh, I made progress. So it kind of just really sucks from all sides. Uh, it it, it didn't, didn't sound like there was a good answer in that situation. And that's that's what uh that's like the situation that makes not the assholes usually. But here we go. Now she and my daughter hate me it seems. My son, 21, said it was probably something she got from TikTok and will eventually get over it. Hey, you know what? Your son sounds like the based one in this uh, in this scenario. He sounds like the dude that I would agree with. Hey, 21? Uh, well, I was going to say, send him my way. We can hang out. But that, that sounds kind of weird. It's not that deep. I got enough friends. My husband agrees with me. My siblings are staying out of it. My nephew isn't speaking to his sister now. Oh, okay. Am I the asshole here? Trying to get an outside opinion. Reddit seems as good a place as any. Well, shit. If you think that, well, you might already be too far gone. But edited to add, my sister has a home with a lot rent paid and a job with my aunt waiting the minute she gets out since this keeps coming up. Oh, like is she set up for when she gets out? Yeah, I got to say not the asshole, man. Not the asshole. If you, I mean... If you were mean about it, maybe, but it didn't sound like she was mean about it. If anything, it just sounded like she was very uh, shocked. She said that, and she handled it the best she could. Like, that was the only reaction she could get out. So, really can't say she's the asshole. She was just being honest. She's like, nah, I, uh, no, this would cause too many problems. So, Comments. Yes, uh, I'm sorry, not the asshole. Yes, your immediate response could have been better. See? But you were in state of shock and caught off guard. Man, 
hold on. Here, here I am criticizing the opinions of people on Reddit, and then the first comment I read is my my opinion exactly. How should I feel? How should I feel? Should I should I feel bad about myself, or should I you know give Reddit like a second light kind of glance? I I don't know. Does your niece have help from an adult to get these adoption request papers? If so, is this a person aware that she was always supposed to go back to her mom? If you haven't done so already, talking to both your niece and daughter separately about why you didn't agree to the request is probably in order. The original poster says, I have no clue how they got him. My son thinks the internet. They talked a little to him, but refused to speak to me or my parents. Counseling will happen later today for my niece. going to try to set some f- for my daughter up too. That sucks. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not the asshole, just kind of a sorry situation, but... Kudos to this person for standing up and, uh, you know, taking responsibility because definitely no matter what your financial situation is, even if you've got like a badass job, taking on another like a 14 year old on top of a 21 and a 16 already. That's one hell of a burden to bear. So good for them. I mean, uh, that, that that's really nice. So, yeah. Putting some positivity out into the world. Uh, yeah, that's the podcast. I hope you guys had a great week. I hope you continue to have a great week. Same shit I always say at the end of this. And, uh, nothing else. I hope you have, like, a good feeling of the week for yourself. Just take a, just take a, just take notice of it. Because once you take notice of it, it's a lot easier to, like, refer back and just think. Like, like how I was just then. Just thinking about taking a long, I'm sorry, taking a good piss after a long drive. That kind of puts me in a state of zen, honestly. It's, it's a good feeling. So, who knows? Look out for what makes you happy. Look out for what little things that uh, tickle your fancy. And who knows? Maybe you'll uh, appreciate them a little bit more. Or at least become aware of them and really savor the appreciation. But I'll stop yapping now. Take it easy. Have a good week. I will talk to you later. <laughs>